0: This episode is brought to you by Ghost Note, available on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. Ghost Note. He will not be silenced. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gorehounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college, which meticulously kept track of every film we watched in the horror section of our local video store in our quest to survive and to ensure we end up as the, the final, final girl. girl. Join Julia and Marion as we revisit the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and
1: logged in our notebook. Breaking them down one by one, geeking out about all of the ghastly minutiae, and ultimately illuminating, illuminating the path to survival.
0: Howdy. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. I'm uh, Marion Kerr. I'm Julia Marchesi. You're listening to episode number eight. We are the first podcast from Indie Popcorn, and we are recording at the circus.
1: And this episode is titled To Be or Not To Be. Eat me, Dwight. We're talking about 1989 film,
0: Cutting Class. You lucky people. You are lucky.
1: Uh, Julie and I are going through our horror movie notebook, which we kept in college, which tracked every single horror movie that we saw in the horror movie section of our local video store and wrote copious notes about. Um, And we are going through them one by one, revisiting them, letting you guys know about some of our favorites um, and things that we learned along the way in order to survive a horror movie.
0: So we were just looking over uh, the notes from when we watched this uh, in college. So we read our little synopsis. Mm-hmm. So this is the synopsis. Okay. <laughs> boy, boy recently led out of mental institution for violent schizophrenia takes revenge upon those who are against him. Period.
1: And Mingi, <laughs> like literally Julia wrote in college. Like, yeah, this the title of this. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, those who are against him. Period. And Mingi. M I N G Y. What does that mean? We have no idea what the hell that is about. So we're like, what? What word could you possibly be saying? I don't what, know what Mingy means. I don't know. I but, don't know. And Mingy, that should have been the title of this podcast. And, and Mingy, oh, I should have next time. So this
0: this movie is uh, mostly known for being Brad Pitt's first leading film role. It is. Um, but it also stars uh, Roddy McDowell, uh, Jill Sholin, and our favorite.
1: Donovan Leach. Donovan.
0: So Donovan Leach is I feel a, like this is going
1: to be the girliest podcast. It like, is. This is. We're going to get real girly, guys. So Sorry.
0: You're going to have to listen to us talk about Donovan Leach in, no. in high-pitched squeals <laughs> for the rest of this episode. <laughs> um, he is the son of Donovan, the singer, and the sister to Ione Skye. Um, I love Donovan Leach so much. So this is a true story. Uh, when I used to work at the New Beverly, I programmed a Donovan Leach double feature for my birthday, which was uh, the in crowd and the blob. And he came for a QA, and a which I was so... <laughs> So excited about! I was like already like high pitched squealing like so excited. So he came down to do the Q and A, kissed me on the cheek, and I fucking lost my mind. Like everything in my brain was gone, and I was just like, uh. So
1: like in all those sort of like Victorian novels when women swoon, yeah. I believe that is actually what happened to you. I swooned. You actually, I, you I, I, I literally, literally swooned. could
0: not do the Q and A, and everybody started to laugh, and he started to laugh, and I was just like, okay, I'll see you guys after the film. Like it was gone, <gasps> and so. That was really embarrassing.
1: But I mean, you he kissed know. me on the cheek. No, for sure. I can say No, that. no. I mean, and I think he had a great time. Those those movies are spectacular. So you know, I don't think I don't think he was having a bad time. So this movie
0: uh, starts with uh, we learn that Donovan Leach has been uh, released from a mental institution after right. being there for several years. We have for- this
1: great opening with paper route scene, yeah. uh, accompanying with eighties music. This movie uh, came out in eighty nine, but was actually shot in eighty seven. So Martin
0: Mall is Jill Shullin's dad who's going off for his, his dad his dad duck hunting trip. As dads do. There's a, there's a whole subplot in this film of Martin Mall uh, being being dad. So in the, in the very beginning. So this is a spoiler-heavy show, by oh, the way, yeah. guys. So Definitely. if you haven't so seen it, you, watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. Come back. Definitely watch the movie first. Uh, Martin Mall gets uh, shot with an arrow in the chest in the very opening. While on his duck hunt. While on his duck hunt in the very opening of this film. And then we just see him kind of laying in muck Mm -hmm. for the majority of this film calling for help
1: yeah so like he gets shot And then you're like, oh, okay, well, that's the first death. 20 minutes of movie. Then we go back to Martin Mole, who's, like, alive but still with an arrow. And then we go on to more movie. 20 more minutes of movie. And then we come back to Martin Mole again, where he's, like, crawling with arrow in him through the muck trying to... And it just keeps happening again and again and again. We're like, what is the deal, movie? I
0: just think Martin Mole was like, okay, my part could be a little bigger than this guy's. Can we just, like, pat it out a little bit? Like, that's my idea of what it is. I guess. So Jill Sholin is our our girl, our main Mm -hmm. girl, uh, named Paula, who who is the the bright uh, cheerleader? Studious, very studious. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has the key to the school filing cabinets mm-hmm. around her neck. Mm-hmm. She—that's that, how much they trust her. They do trust her? Um, and for some reason, she is dating the douche that is Brad Pitt, named mm-hmm. Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> He's really dickish. Yeah, he's
1: like the star basketball player. Um, he the beginning. Our intro to him is him like driving like a convertible way too fast through neighborhood streets, and he almost runs over a kid. And the kid gets out of way. Like he has to, you know, sort of flip the car around. And the mother comes to pick up the kid, and he leans over and goes, huh? "Same time tomorrow." And like squeals off, and like. Just, yeah, super douchey. So uh, Donovan Leach is, is back to
0: school after being in the institution for five, five years, I think? I think so, that's
1: right, yeah.
0: Um, and he's, everyone's a little wary because you know, he was put away for killing his father, mm-hmm. and so we don't know exactly how he killed his father yet, right. but we know that he did, and yeah. so everyone thinks he's creepy. And, and he
1: dresses all in black. And he wears bowling shoes. And he wears bowling shoes. That's unironically a, that's amazing <laughs> but let the swooning begin um and uh and he and brad pitt's character were friends so like before he was put away they kind of established that they were friends and they knew each other around that time but uh paula has never met him until he recently comes back to school but he's he's clearly very into her yeah and is, is giving
0: her big puppy dog eyes and uh following her around Lurking, there's the, lots of lurking. There is so
1: much Donovan lurking in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, we, we started writing them down. We, there's there's drive-in lurking. Yeah,
0: so they they're at a, one of the like hamburger drive-in stands that are popular in films. Mm-hmm. And she mentions that Brad Pitt's gonna go get some food, and she tells him to go get a hot dog. But then she turns around, Donovan's there with the hot dog. He knew. He just knew. He knew she wanted a hot dog. That's how much he's in tune with her. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Behind a water cooler, you get yeah. kind of like distorted. He is, and he has this great bike with kind of like ape hanger handles with those like tassels on. There. And yeah. he's just kind of riding around in this
1: really ducky bike. He rides by her house a lot, like he's like that kid where he's like, It's just like Ducky. Like, it's totally Ducky. Ducky's like,
0: yeah, I ride my bike past her house. Yeah, you know? it's
1: like if Ducky was a schizophrenic who killed his father. It's like, you know, embodied in Donovan <laughs> yeah. Leach. Maybe that's why I like this Julia's movie. His so eyes much. just lit up like Ooh. <laughs> where's that film. Scripts waiting, friends. And um, we have
0: Roddy uh, Rodney McDowell plays the school principal, Mr. Dante, right. which I hope is an homage to Joe Dante. One would hope. Because there needs to be more of that, because mm-hmm. yay Joe Dante. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. Dante, I like that they cast Roddy McDowell, who's very sweet and mm-hmm. has such a beautiful voice mm-hmm. as a complete pervert. Totally. So the first time you see him, he's doing the school announcements and he has a girl's gym sock on the on the microphone, which he takes off and then in, sniffs with Nails. joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's uh, lots of scenes of him inviting Jill Sholin into his office and inviting her to bend over so he can see the panties. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, just kind of really creepy and yeah. it, it's kind of awesome. But
1: yeah. It's amazing. Cause it's Ronnie McDowell. It's just like, yeah, he's super into her and super into all the girls and, and he's know. only
0: a high school principal to be a pervert. Basically. Basically,
1: Correct. It's yeah. A that's good right. character yeah. trait. But the sort of the establishment of sort of the Mr. Dante character along. So it's like creepy, Mr. Dante, uh douchebag, Dwight, We also have a creepy janitor. We do have a creepy janitor. Who who
0: delivers the best line in the film for my money.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: am the custodian of your fucking destiny.
1: That's great, right? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Everyone's like, blink, blink, blink. (laughs) Okay. Um, But all these... And then obviously, like, recently released mental um, uh, patient, uh, Brian. And so all of these people are sort of set up uh, to sort of be kind of our... Potential suspects, I guess, um, because murders start to happen at the school very quickly. Of course they do.
0: So they make this movie seem like it's a whodunit, like we don't really know who's done it, but then it's...
1: Pretty clear who's done it through the whole time. Yeah, it's um, unbelievably clear. Which again, if you have not seen this movie, go watch this movie and then come back to this podcast. But
0: yeah, we don't know why they're trying to throw you off the trail. Just make no. it a, a movie about this this poor kid who's who's yeah. all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the the problem for this movie for us, and we and we feel like we, we're quite biased in this, is that we 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 love Donovan Leach so much that all the times he's supposed to be creepy, I'm just kind of into it, and yeah. then that's weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, he was gonna, he's going to like lurk around and like, ride his bike past my house? Oh, yeah. I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, like, the, the setup is definitely like any one of these men could be the killer of like, you know, because it's sort of like her, like various teachers start, you know, like the art teacher is killed. And in the
0: kiln. Be, in the kiln. They have very creative kills in this movie. We have death by kiln. Death by kiln. We have guilt, death by copy machine. Right. Um, And we also have an American flag death.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah, so like like the school sort of secretary goes, the art teacher, the gym teacher, um, the slutty best friend, her boyfriend, like everyone. But as Julie and I are watching this movie, we're like, it's... Donovan Leach, like it's it's, like they don't show him doing it, but like it's a hundred percent clearly him who's committing these murders. And we realize that like thing one, you know, everyone else being creepy and weird does nothing because we're like, no, there's definitely Donovan Leach. But also, because Donovan Leach is really adorable in this movie, we were like, we kind of don't care. Like we're kind of like, we're like We're so messed up. We're like that teacher sucks. Like, yeah, definitely. And then and then also it's like this creepy thing where like Um, Jill Sholin's character is definitely kind of into him. Like, she's intrigued. Like, she definitely is, you know, with Brad Pitt's character, likes Brad Pitt. But, like, she's definitely kind of interested and intrigued. So when he's doing all his, like, weird bike lurking, water cooler lurking, giving you a hot dog before you ask for it lurking, like, she's, like, smiling at him and encouraging him. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're having lots of moments together and all this kind of stuff. And so... You, it's this interesting thing where, like, we like we know who the killer is, and we kind of want it to work out for him because, fuck, like... Brad Pitt. I mean, his
0: character is a douche, mm-hmm. and the, for us. Just, he's so not I don't know he's such a pretty boy and he's got like such this like mm-hmm. dickish manner about him yeah. and I'm
1: like what about, what about the weirdo what about the cute weirdo who wears bowling shoes and he's like a raging alcoholic in this yeah. movie like he's drunk all the time in this movie um, and he's got like a really like douchey dad totally yeah and he's kind of and he's always trying to make like she always wants to like study and like do stuff and whatever he's like no that's lame come do this with me da, da, da. she is kind of lame yeah, but what makes her not lame is that she's super into Donovan Leach. Yes. and like, you're like correct, correct.
0: So when Donovan Leach uh, decides uh, to show up at her in her house, yeah. So this is how how kind of into it she is, uh-huh. is that she's uh, in her panties. Washing her hair in the bathtub. Which is and,
1: so weird. Which is weird. She's like bending over the bathtub just to wash her hair and not her body. Just wow. get in the shower, man. You very
0: confusing. I yeah. don't understand. But so she's bent over washing her hair. Donovan Leach comes in and they have this kind of like really touching scene where uh-huh. he's being very gentlemanly and telling her how much he likes her and how he didn't do it and he yeah. couldn't possibly do it and he's not that kind of person and... That kind of thing,
1: and she does, she's okay with it. She kind of, she buys it, and then also like so that she you know goes to sleep, and he like watches her sleep, like watches yeah. over her, make sure she's okay. But I like I like the scene of
0: so you know she's she where she's naked, where she's in her panties, and she's covering herself. But then when she puts her hand up. He doesn't look down.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's
0: being so gentlemanly, he's yeah. not even going to look at her bare breasts, which are like right below.
1: And then they have this scene too where like once she, once he's convinced her that he's not the killer, he like grabs a robe and puts it over her and like covers her up yeah. and like really, you know, so compared to Brad Pitt, you're just like, yeah, I don't know. And I know there's
0: like, because there's the Christian Slater movie, Untamed Heart, where he also, he, wa- he confesses he's been sneaking in to watch Marissa Tomei sleep, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be really creepy. And right. then again, I'm like, uh... <laughs> kind of into it that's so a bad. Um, so bad and a weird thing about it where he's watching her he watches Donovan Leach watches Jill Sholem sleep in this film when she wakes up he's wearing her dad's suit mm-hmm. which is very weird also mm-hmm. because Brad Pitt earlier in the film also puts on her dad's suit yeah. so
1: I don't know what that's about Uh huh. and meanwhile we're going to cut back to Martin Mole still in the marsh <laughs> still crawling in the muck crawling in the muck it happens like five or six times and I could not tell you why we keep seeing that scene mm-hmm. couldn't tell you um, so, yeah, so there's sort of, like, you know, the, the, the movie is kind of set up where, like, every time a murder happens, Roddy McDowell, Brad Pitt, and Donovan Leach are all kind of, like, you know... Around. Around. And the creepy custodian. Right. And so, um, and then finally... Um, Somebody, uh, the uh, we have the copy machine death, where someone's, like, their face is smashed to death. I'm not really clear on how that woman died. And she was, like, face-planted to death. That's good, because you get, you get
0: you, get, you get Xerox copies of the of the face as it's being killed, blood smushing out of the mouth. And that and, whole
1: thing. Yeah. And so Brad Pitt realizes for the first time that he thinks it's Donovan Leach and chases him out of the school. Um, and, that's the, and then we have this great scene when he chases him out of the school. He runs through an auditorium where the killer has just disappeared into. And... <laughs> And what he, and he, and he sees someone there and who he sees is Roddy McDowell trying on like a like a Louis Cairns wig with fruit in it or whatever like just in the high school auditorium as you do. Yeah,
0: um, it's great because Roddy McDowell yeah, they just reveal him wearing this really ridiculous you know, Louis the 16th wig and looks at, at Brad Pitt with such disdain like How he's, dare you interrupt me? He's the idiot. Like, oh, you know, but he's wearing this ridiculous wig. I don't, so much dignity. I don't know how he does so that dignity. but yay Roddy McDowell. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, there also is um, another thing that we see coming up many times is the relevant class discussion and there 's a math teacher who has you know one of these uh, like kind of like logic problems where it 's sort of like okay if train a train from Chicago leaves at one hundred and forty five and it 's going fifty miles an hour and then to point you know point a to point b and Later on, um, so so Jill Schulen is convinced that um, by uh, Donovan Leach that he is not the killer.
0: Because he has, so the, during the copy machine death, we we, we have this, uh, this ongoing thing earlier in the film where Brad Pitt has this big ring on mm-hmm. and uh, Jill Shullin's slutty best friend is always telling her to give, give, him, give her the ring, give mm-hmm. her the ring, which he says he won't do because, you know, it's his family ring or whatever. But then in one of the copying machines, you see the photo and it actually has Brad Pitt's ring on it. So, right. oh, maybe Brad so Pitt he must is... The, the killer. killer, yeah.
1: So then the two of them end up going to the school. So she's running around the school and she gets separated and she finds the math teacher who had that, who gave that problem earlier and they run from room to room trying to get away from the killer and they run into a room and it has two doors and one is painted one and one is painted two. And on the board is a math problem that's like, a train. which from door? Chicago. Yeah, and the answer is one or two and you have to pick which door. One door is your freedom and one door is your death.
0: Guess which one they pick.
1: Um, the math teacher picks the wrong door. And so he opens it, and he gets an axe in the face, and it is then revealed for the first time. That is Donovan Leach. That is Donovan Leach, which oh, we, we're like, we knew that five minutes ago. We that. knew that right. this entire film. That's fine. Cause thinking about it, the
0: first the first death when you have, oh, not death, but Martin Mull, when they first get shot in the chest mm-hmm. with the arrow... He says, Hey, Mr. District Attorney. And it's totally Donovan Leach's voice. Like, they don't try to disguise it or anything. I
1: guess you're right. I guess if they we were really listening to that, though, maybe they would think it's Brad Pitt. It's definitely not Rodney Dow's voice. So no. I'm like, you lost out there. So I'm like, I guess they think it, people might think it could be Brad Pitt's voice. Yeah. It's definitely not. Like, it's definitely not Brad Pitt. But
0: we have this this big final showdown in the school. So they're mm-hmm. really, you know, the cutting class kind of, like, school-based right. thing mm-hmm. where they're running around the uh, school in the auditorium mm-hmm. and in all the classrooms. Um, and Donovan is now in full schizophrenic mode going yeah. kind of so chewing some scenery. Right. So now
1: he's sort of dropping the, like, wide-eyed, weird, you know, what do they call it? The beautiful weirdo? Like, he's dropping the sort of beautiful weirdo um, persona. And now he's just, you know, all, like, licking his child. But he is
0: quite noble because we we, we do learn that uh, he so he had cut his father's brake lines in uh, to kill him. That's what mm-hmm. he'd done. He said he didn't want to kill him. He wanted to hurt him really badly. After mm-hmm. what he did to me and my mother, it was it was a blessing or yeah. whatever. Dot, 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 we whatever don't really that know that what happened. Mm-hmm. But okay. Um, so then they ask him in the court uh, who to who taught taught him how to cut brake lines, and it was actually Brad Pitt. But he doesn't right. rat him out,
1: right? because so they're he, friends, he, yeah. and, and that dynamic plays a lot in the movie. Where like he. He tends to be killing teachers or whoever who are mean to him or have slighted him, but he keeps trying to like reignite the friendship with Brad Pitt where he was like, remember Dwight? When you taught me how to do this, remember? And there's some cute messing with a car scenes together, but like ultimately Brad Pitt's like, no, you're crazy. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be friends with you. Um, and once he realizes that like he's turned on him, that's when it's like, you know, Paula turned on me, Brad Pitt turned on me.
0: That's right, and so yeah. he's just going to go. You both got to go. So even in, even in complete psychopath mode, I still find Donovan Lee incredibly charming and attractive.
1: And, and this I, is where Julie and I slightly separate because when he, wants, when he starts going full psychopath, then I'm like, mm, you got to go. Like, It's not, it's not going to work out for you. He has a great line when he's in full psychopath mode. That's my favorite quote from this movie. That's, um, I was a murderer. It may not be as prestigious as a lawyer or a doctor, but the hours are good. <laughs> it's he just, does, he delivers and I can't so ham it up as, nearly as much as Donovan hands it up, but it's, it's pretty interesting.
0: And if neat. you've ever wanted to see Brad Pitt's head in a vice... This is the film for you. This is
1: the film for you, because um, yeah, at the end they 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 end up in kind of um, the auto shop uh, where they have their big like battling and they're grabbing tools and anything that's readily available and like auto shop tooling each other. And... It's a it's a good final fight. No, it's for sure it's it's, it's legit. But at the very end, he uh, he I don't even know what do you call those things where like it's like that most long tongs that like oh it's he... like for
0: uh, yeah.
1: We would hold, like, so, hot rivets or whatever. Like, I don't even know. Hot rivets. Hot rivets. Um, anyway, so basically he gets Brad Pitt's face into this vise and, like, um, and tightens it. And so he's just sitting there. And then it's just, like, him and Joel Scholl. And like, right. So, what so she. what is she going to do? Well, she
0: says she'll do anything he wants.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, because he puts Brad Pitt's head in this vise and then grabs her, kisses her. Yeah. And then it's sort of clear what he would like to happen next. And she starts uh, buttoning her blouse,
0: and he's, you know, mm-hmm. okay, this is what's going to happen, which Marion finds quite rapey. And I'm saying, it's rapey. She's saying, "I'll do whatever you want." She offered that up,
1: mm-hmm. so to get out of it, not yeah, because she but, like is actually like, oh, you know what's hot is when you murder <laughs> a bunch of faculty and then. Nothing turns me on like murdering faculty. Yeah. My boyfriend's had an advice advice. now let's have sex. I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. Um, but he's yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Can I trust you? Da, da, da. You know, cause she's trying to calm him, like soothe the beast. So he doesn't Right. Like, murder she her mentions that
0: he was a perfect gentleman the evening before. Correct. Didn't mm-hmm. even look at her tits. Right. Uh, so she, she gives him the look, you know, mm-hmm. cause she knows she has it and mm-hmm. tells him that she would never hurt him Yeah. and asks him to close her eyes, close his eyes while she's unbuttoning her blouse. So this is a, this is something we've learned in horror movies. When mm-hmm. someone tells you to close your eyes during something, it's never, don't close your eyes, man. Never, it's not, not terrible, even one time. It's terrible, terrible mm-hmm. idea. So she says, I'm not going to hurt you. I would never hurt I you. I would never hurt I you. I would never, never hurt you. And then fucking bashes his head in with a hammer, which I find appalling mm-hmm. because she
1: just lies to his face. And I'm like, right on, girl, <laughs> right on. Because I feel like all bets are off. As soon as it's that kind of thing where... Like, I could even be into sort of, like, he's sort of so cute that you're like, well, okay, you murdered a bunch of people who were, like, super mean to you because you're screwed up, but, like, maybe we could be together. But when it comes to the point where he's just like, no, I'm definitely going to kill him and I'm definitely going to kill you, but before I kill you... Let's do what I want to do. Like, then I'm like, no, I'm out, Donovan. I'm totally out. So then I feel like you have the right to say anything to them to get you to to get out of that situation. So I don't feel bad for Donovan at that point. And I know you still do. So that might be.
0: I'm weird, though. I mean, it makes me sound really weird. I
1: mean, we're probably both pretty weird because I think we're definitely not supposed to like Donovan as much as we do in this movie. Like, I think we're supposed to find him more creepy. He's not creepy at all. He's pretty cute. Yeah. So.
0: No, no. (laughs) We're weird. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> but so, but that is but that's where it breaks off for me so so donovan gets in a hammer and it gets a hammer in the face and we also sort of enjoy what this movie is this movie loves shots of like projectiles in people's face like there's like a the math teacher gets like an axe to the face and donovan is this crazy shot where the hammer goes like into the side of his head and he's just like and you know they got that kind of shot and martin mole gets like an arrow in the stomach, and. Like, this movie's really into it. That's... My
0: one, my one beef with the end of this film, so I, I enjoy the Brad Pitt, Donovan Leach face-off. Right. Like I think we got some good boy-on-boy wrestling. Maybe mm-hmm. they could kiss a little bit. That would be a little bit better on my I mean, end, you know, but whatever. What that's just it? me. Mm-hmm. Um, But I feel like they, they do skimp on Donovan Leach's death at the end. It's so a little
1: fast, it's and I'm really not quick. clear on why that is. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit, like, obviously from hammer and head, like death. But it's not. there's, They don't have that moment where it's like,
0: oh my e- god, death. right? Yeah. So he gets a hammer in the head and then kind of staggers backwards into a saw in his back. But it's so kind of quick; it's not really clear what happens. So exactly, I feel like they skimped a bit on the on the on the killer death. but that's yeah. a minor gripe. But yeah,
1: but maybe. And so we end up. So even though yeah, Jill Sholin is our final girl, it's kind of final couple because then she releases Brad Pitt from the vice and like they kind of just go on their merry way. And, and I'm not funny.
0: happy with them being together because she, is he going to be nice to her now?
1: Because Seems like you know he was such an asshole. That would be great if he like fully niced up. If yeah. he was just like, oh my god, I've made mistakes with my life, like you know. But no, it doesn't seem like any lessons are learned. It, this movie is also a little bit perplexing in the fact that um, I actually kind of really enjoyed Jill Schoelen in this movie because I feel like for sort of 1980s whatever, she's kind of a. Uh, she's kind of a strange duck. Like she's got this kind of deep husky voice, and she sort of has this kind of ethereal quality that almost makes her kind of like a Tim Burton girl a little bit, with her like short bangs and you know, sort of like kind of Snow White thing going on. Um, but she takes all the deaths in this movie remarkably well. Like even when I mean, the worst one really is like the big surprise is donovan axing her math teacher right in front of her she just you know is this kind of just like oh wow like kind of nonplussed reaction that you're just like really like she's not a big screamer she's Mm -hmm. not a big like panicky kind of no lady lady like she's just kind of
0: like strange boy showing up in your bathroom as you're washing your hair and she's
1: okay with that no i feel like she doesn't really get really beyond much of a gasp in this movie like that's like the most shocked she is is it just bad
0: acting or is she just being very stalwart
1: i I'm hoping it's stalwart. Like, I'm kind of thinking it's that because she's supposed to be kind of, you know, the good girl and she's not a attracted. Because even when they're having like the good times, they're like, oh, come out, let's drink or whatever. She also doesn't get super rowdy or super. So I'm, I'm thinking that's just like a character choice.
0: Well, that's one of the horror movie tropes, as we know, mm-hmm. as, as if you want to be the final girl, you cannot have sex or drink or do drugs, which is really lame.
1: But, but she doesn't do any of that. She doesn't.
0: She's very good. She's, she's got to study.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she definitely also does the thing where the whole death of the math teacher is going back right to that trip where she tries to get adults to help her, and like the dads taken out immediately. The math teachers take basically all the teachers are taken out pretty quickly, except for Roddy McDowell. Yeah, yeah, it he might Rodney McDowell lives. Yeah, well, he just kind of disappears. I feel like after the wig is the last time we see him. I don't think he ever comes back. Who knows what he's doing with that wig? Yeah, I don't know. And and you have the creepy janitor who I think is meant to be a red herring because he sort of he seems like he has maybe like. He's having some, like, Vietnam flashbacks because mm-hmm. they're talking to himself and a lot of military stuff. Um, but he's not the killer, but, like, they don't... They're not enlisting him for help at the end. It's just like, okay, we're going to have to fight Donovan Leach to the death.
0: So I guess that, you know, if you want to survive this film, uh, the idea is that you don't fall for the cute weirdo.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think that might be the main lesson from this movie because i I think, and maybe... You know, revisiting these books will prove us, revisiting the notebook will prove us wrong. But I feel like the beautiful weirdos end up kind of being the killers Mm -hmm. a little bit in these movies. It just kind of makes me sad because I'm a big fan of beautiful weirdos. Well, what about Radish? He's kind of a beautiful weirdo. I don't know. I feel like I think Beautiful Weirdo means that you have this kind of remote quality. I feel like Radish is more like in like Randy from Scream territory. Right. You know, where he's sort of a combo of like Matthew Lillard and Jamie Kennedy in that movie. You know, I don't think I feel like Beautiful Weirdo means you need to be kind of quiet. There needs to be much more lurking, much more spying. I don't think Radish spies. Nearly enough on Courtney to qualify as the beautiful weirdo. So it needs to be like an alluring, beautiful weirdo quality, which I'm like super into. But then I think in these movies, they just means that you're the killer. Hmm. I know. If there's a beautiful weirdo that's not the killer, I'm I'm open for that. Like I'd like to see that movie because like maybe the theory's wrong. You know?
0: Well we we would definitely choose Donovan Leach over Brad Pitt.
1: A hundred percent. All
0: the time. Sorry,
1: Don- yeah. Sorry, sorry, Brad Pitt. Sorry Brad Pitt. Donovan Leach is so cute in this movie. But, but for I
0: mean, and I know that most people will watch it for Brad Pitt, and that's fair enough. Yeah. And he's fine, you know, mm-hmm. he's Brad Pitt in it up. Yeah. He's pretty Brad Pitt. Yeah. But John vaach mm-hmm. and bowling shoes
1: <laughs> and bowling shoes uh, yeah. and
0: and 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 you will also be happy to know that there is a random tit shot in this movie that oh my has God. nothing to do with anything so
1: ridiculous you don't even see
0: the girl's face it's just it's tits.
1: literally like a thing where it, like her breasts like open the shot, and then she just clears frame, yep. so the scene can begin. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Like, we
0: also have the slutty best friend who is a cheerleader as well, um, uh-huh. who decides to give the give the game a little extra kick. Decides to take her panties off before they do their cheerleading routine. Right. So yeah. Roddy McDowell's super into that.
1: Yeah, and then does the, she and the boyfriend get it underneath the stands, which is a common place where people die in high underneath school the bleachers. Underneath the bleachers, yeah. while
0: everybody's cheering, so you can't yeah, hear. Yeah, exactly.
1: Either you know, the game's gotten too loud or the cheers gotten too loud, and nobody can hear them scream. And mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're definitely, they're checking that box as well.
0: But, of course, uh, the, the very end of this film, after, after the whole bloodbath, is, uh, I actually
1: P- forgot about Martin Mull. Until you're yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it's like to watch this movie. Uh,
0: Brad Pitt, Jill Shullin are going to go driving in his red convertible, and she says she wants to go fast. Um, but then c- tumbling down the hill in front of them is Martin Mull, who has just been apparently just staggering around for weeks, and uh, comes up to her and doesn't seem to be in any sort of pain or no. anything. And just like, were you asks, not
1: shot by an arrow like two weeks ago.
0: He says he's going to kill Brian Woods, Donovan Leach's character, and they said, "Don't worry, we already did." Which is yay, everybody's mm-hmm. happy. And then he said, "But have you been cutting class?" Mm-hmm. End of movie.
1: Yeah, and there's like a freeze frame on her like dad face, and we're like unbelievable. And then it's like goes right into eighty score, like amazing eighty score. Yeah, so, this movie is very nineteen eighty seven. I have to say, it is it's very eighty seven. I I find I enjoy it mainly for Donovan Leach. I mean fair, but so- also We gave it, because you, for Gore, we gave it three and a half. Out of five. Out of five. And then I gave it a three. What did you give it? I gave it a three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Which probably makes sense, because I feel like you, you half a chainsaw, love Donovan Leach more than I do, I think. So, I mean. I love
0: him a full chainsaw more than you do. You think full chainsaw?
1: That's probably true. This is actually probably accurate. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I would definitely kill him at that point. Um, And you were like, nope, definitely not.
0: So, uh, I gave it three and a half out of five chainsaws on this. So. Yeah. Um, so this
1: I check it out it's a fun one it is, de- it is definitely fun it's a good party movie I feel like this is a good this is a good if you're looking for like that cliche horror movie where it's not too scary but it's like there can be a lot of talking a lot of drinking games a lot of like this is definitely that movie a lot
0: of fun it is um, available as a Netflix DVD rental and also it's available on VHS of course on Amazon mm-hmm. VHS as my preferable uh, method of viewing mm-hmm. I know it's not technically superior guys I'm understandable about that but just give me some slack yeah. Um, so uh, we are available on all of your social media channels, including uh, Instagram and Facebook as Horror Movie Survival Guide. Mm-hmm. Also on Twitter
1: as We Are Letter R Into Survival. Mm-hmm. And we also we um, are on iTunes, which you may know if you're listening to us there. But um, we like being rated and having comments and. And any questions? Any comments? How do you feel about Cutting Class? Yeah. How do you feel? Is about Martin Mull your favorite part of Cutting Class? Oh, my God. I, I mean, I explain yourself, sir, but like, you Ooh. can let me
0: know um, if that's the deal. If he wasn't in this movie, it would be fine. He really has no point.
1: I like the theory that you brought up that you were like, what they should do is they should have had him be shot in the beginning and then never see him again until he tumbles down. Um, the hill at the very end because then we with the audience would have forgotten all about him too and then you still could have had your line Mm -hmm. you still could have had like maybe they were like needed padding for this movie I'm very confused what that was all about I don't know was it meant to be funny I just I don't know it's not funny at all. Yeah, you guys have answers to that. Please, please let us know.
0: Your Donovan <laughs> Leach theories, any uh, Roddy McDowell things you'd like to talk to us about? Uh, you know, we'd love to hear it. Definitely. Uh, thank you for listening, you guys. Next week we're going to be moving on to Toby Hooper's infamous
1: poltergeist. There's so much going on there. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, that was an, this is an early horror movie for me, so I'm I'm excited to talk about that one. Thanks for listening, you guys. Cut and clear. Thanks, guys.